we've been talking uh, over the last uh, three weeks, taking a little sort of additional and moving part into our live experience, talking about what the Bible says about money and possessions. See, our culture says a lot about money and possessions. And actually, what a lot of people don't realize is that the Bible says a lot about money and possessions. And those two uh, opinions don't always align. And so we've just, I've just felt that I, I need to teach just a little kind of five, six, seven minute uh, little instruction from what the Bible says about money and possessions, just for about seven weeks. And we've already been doing this for three weeks. You can get those uh, on our website, on our podcast. We've bundled them up under a, a series called We Love Giving. And um, we talked about the principle of first fruits at the beginning of, of this uh, teaching on We Love Giving. That God says to bring me the first and the best. Honor me with everything you have and bring me the first and the best. Well, well, well the first what? The first how much? And so week two, we talked about the principle of the tithe. It's kind of a Jewish word, churchy word, which means the first 10%. That, that, that there's, there's an amount that, that we bring to God that honors him. And we've said that that's a goal and a minimum. That, that for some of you, you're not yet giving 10%. Make that a goal. If you're at 2%, take a next step to 3%. If you're at 5%, take a next step to 6%. But make that idea of bringing God the first 10% a goal, but also a minimum. Because as we grow our faith and get to 10%, once we hit 10%, God doesn't want us to just pull the handbrake on. We can continue to grow our faith, grow our capacity, grow our generosity, and give beyond our first 10%. And as a church, uh, we have opportunities to go beyond our first 10%. One of them uh, we call Elevate Global. And we talked a lot about that last week, and I'm going to revisit that a little bit today. What's interesting is the, the, there's patterns in the Bible. Okay, if you read it and reread it, you start to see some patterns. And these things we've been teaching on the last three weeks about giving. Paul, Paul was one of the kind of rock stars of the early church, and uh, he would write letters to churches in the, in the known world then. And he wrote a letter to a church in a place called Corinth, which is in Greece. And uh, I'm going to show you something from one of the letters that he wrote to them about giving. And he said to them, on the first day of every week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income. By the way, the first day of every week in the Jewish calendar is Sunday, not Monday. First day of every week, each of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income, saving it up so that when I come, no collections will have to be made. Many years ago, I read this. And it was just obvious to me that there's three very simple principles. And these principles form a pattern. And these principles form a pattern of three things that all start with P. So these are three principles and patterns all starting with P from Paul. <laughs> Y'all. Number one, make giving to God a priority on the first day of every week. We don't bring God our leftovers. Leftovers don't honor God. We bring him the first and the best. This is the principle of the first fruits. Again, if you weren't here uh, three weeks ago, you can go on. It's just an eight-minute teaching on our podcast. Make giving to God a priority. But actually, ultimately, what we're doing is we're making him the priority and demonstrating that by not giving to him on Saturday if there's anything left. Second principle is it. God says, set aside of money in keeping with your income. He doesn't actually ask us to all give the same amount, but he calls us to give proportionally. This idea of the first 10%. First 10% for someone that earns $50,000 should be different, do the math, from someone who earns $150,000. But there's a percentage, there's a proportion there in keeping with your income. And thirdly, 
Be prepared. I say this, Louis and I, we made the decision to bring our first 10% to God and to start giving beyond that. We made that decision 20 years ago. We don't make it and remake it every Sunday. You know, that's called tipping. We tip whether we like the service or not. And we tip based on the amount. So if we, if we, if we give to God based on how he's rocking our world or not, it's going to shimmy and shake. But that, that, that's, that's not how you build a foundation. Build a foundation by being prepared. And actually, you know, every, every Sunday, even if it's not me, one of our team just uh, casts a little vision and does a little bit of teaching about giving. You know what? That doesn't actually change how Louis and I give. Someone's, oh, that was a great message on giving. Going to dig a little bit deeper this week. It's actually, you know, we've actually committed to make God our priority, to give proportionally with our income. And it doesn't matter whether we're having a great week or a bad week, we're going to give to God regardless because of who he is. So there's three principles and patterns from Paul. It'll start with P. Easy to remember. Priority, proportional, prepared. So right now is an opportunity to give. Now, we give online. So if you guys are new and when the buckets go by and Louie and I don't give anything, it's because we've actually given before we arrive. And most of you do that. About 80% of our giving is done electronically. Just like we do BPay, kind of BPay God first. And uh, you, can, you can get the details for that. There's an envelope next to you. But you can give by credit card or cash. You can do old school, just drop stump, stuff in the bucket. Hosts are about to, to pass the buckets. And uh, while they do that, let me catch you up on, well, let me catch you up on what was actually, I think, one of, or if not one of, possibly even the proudest moment I've ever had in three years and change leading here at Elevate last week. Last week, we, we, we uh, took a little bit of an opportunity to drill down further into what we're doing with Elevate Global. Now, Elevate Global is our strategy to give beyond our four walls. And we're partnering right now with two organizations. One is Opportunity International, and the other is Compassion. Last week, uh, some of you weren't here, long weekend, took the opportunity to whisk the family away. I get it. No judgment. But uh, we had Melissa French, who's the, the grand uh, big daddy of, uh, of Compassion WA, come and share. And just, it was just really, really, really encouraging and really exciting. But then we gave the opportunity for people who are already giving beyond their first 10% to Elevate Global to actually give beyond Elevate Global to consider sponsoring some children through Compassion. And we're getting real strategic about this. Uh, we chose, specifically chose children uh, in the same region, the same village in some cases, as the child survival program that we invest in. We invest in a child survival program that aims to reduce and even hopefully eliminate child mortality from the age of zero to five. And it's in the Philippines, and uh, it's just great stories continue to come out of there. And uh, we took the opportunity to, um, to go above that last week and um, give, give people the opportunity to sponsor kids individually as well. And uh, I want to share with you a little bit about what happened there. And I'm going to get Jess Everson up here to, uh, to talk about that. Jess, uh, along with um, <clears throat> this guy here, uh, Jordan, um, they're our Elevate Global Point leaders, and uh, they're really uh, taking on the... You didn't know that was happening. Uh, yeah. Um, 
they're, they're leading the charge for us and, and taking ownership of uh, Elevate Global and making sure we as a church are super, 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 super effective and we're growing in that all the time. Uh, one of the things uh, we did, as I mentioned, is we actually chose kids from the same village and, and, and or the same region um, as, a, as our child survival program. And there's a thinking behind that. What's the thinking? Catch us up. Right. Yes. Well, yeah. Um, so an advantage of having the ch- yeah find, sponsoring children Sorry, in the same area as the child survival program. Sorry. Go for it, Mark. Thank you. Is well. In a nutshell now, it means that we're actually supporting children in that area from when they're in the womb Great. right through to when they're uh, graduating school and finding a job. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, the, the, the mums and the families that are involved, it means that now that they're going to have a connection with their local church, which runs these programs, far beyond the season of the child survival program, they're now yeah. going to be able to have that community and that belonging and that uh, faith journey for much longer season. Mm. Good, huh? Uh, the families of these children that we've sponsored, they get given food, they get given resources, they get given parent education, just to name a few things. They, mm. you know, they all, they, the families all benefit as well. The, the financial burden that, that they have has been lifted because we've actually sponsored one of their children, mm. which means they can redistribute that to... Mm to other areas, other needs, and even dreams yeah. that they have. Great. Fantastic. So um, last week, uh, for those of you that were here, uh, things got pretty ugly. Like, like ugly. Like, I blame Baden mostly because uh, from his rugby days, but uh, it was, things got ugly. We, we set up a table uh, with compassion, set up a table in our foyer, and we had 17 kids uh, to choose for for sponsorship. And uh, instead of rushing for the coffee, uh, everyone stampeded. For the, for the table for the kids, and things got ugly. There's, there's some apologies that need to be made this morning. I think I even heard an F-bomb drop. I don't know. And I was up the front. I couldn't hear, but just... So all 17 kids, all 17 kids got sponsored that morning. So you guys are our point leaders. This is one of your big uh, ticket items in your heart. What did that... We had no, 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 no way of knowing how many were going to be. I mean, 17 was just the, the, the number of kids that Melissa brought. You know, yeah. like we took what we were given. It wasn't any magical number. But all 17 went. All 17 went. Uh, and so you guys were there and you were serving people in that. What did that make you feel? Oh, we were blown away. We loved it. You know, profile after profile of these hit kids just getting taken up off the table and then every child getting picked up. What we actually really enjoyed was actually hearing... Um, hearing about it from people, what brought them to that table. Mm. You know, for some people, they were taking that leap of their first sponsor child. Right. For others, they, they'd felt prompted to take on their 10th. And um, it was just beautiful. It was beautiful seeing how everyone had responded. Um, but she did, by the way, you did hear that correctly. One of our families just took their 10th tenth tenth. sponsor <laughs> like child. That. And that's not an exaggeration. Last week. Um, it's amazing. It, Pretty it's cool. incredible. But what I think what really hits it for me is that what I love is that each of these 17 kids, thanks to us at Elevate and obviously Compassion and the local church that's working there in Masbate, mm. now they're going to have an opportunity to get to know who they are in God yeah, and um, their real worth and how precious and um, yeah, how precious they are as creatures and, and, and creations of, of, God who, of a God who loves them. Mm. And then that combined with the fact that they're getting resourced and educated 
what hope, yeah. you know, what amazing hope yeah. that they, we've actually given these and we, the, the words that I felt God's given us for Elevate Global is that we're going to actually be nation building. Mm. Some of these kids are potentially going to be the prime minister of their country, significant in business. You know, they are dripping with capacity. Mm-hmm. And our byline for Elevate Global is today for tomorrow. What are we going to do today that's going to actually provide for tomorrow? And this is one of the expressions of that. Now, some of you are now kicking yourself that you weren't here last week, and so you should be. But, because there's no judgment, we've brought some more kids from the same region this morning, and we don't want you to miss out. That's quite legit. Uh, we've only got four. Uh, I think we actually had to, someone that was here last week who took three kids, their family took three kids grabbed one and we had to actually grab it back. We're like, no, you, you don't be greedy. You got three last week. Let someone else pick up a kid. So there's four out there. We would love it if you guys stampeded as well and, uh, and uh, prayerfully uh, took on another child. And by the way, if we're not going to stop at four. Um, Compassion are going to provide as many as we, as we can actually sponsor. And uh, you know what? We love giving. And that was evident to me. It's not just a little kind of branding on a website anymore. So very, very cool. How about you thank uh, Jess Everson, guys? Brilliant.